Hello to you, brothers and sisters. It is my great delight to share this word from heaven for you on this glorious final week, final Monday of Advent. In the fourth week, we are only five days away from the day, Christmas. But as the beautiful priest at St. John the Baptist, Father Dan said, one of my new favourite priests, as he said last night, he said, it's not Christmas yet. We have five days of Advent left, five days of Advent graces to submit ourselves to. So do not waste this time. And wherever you are in your Advent journey, I want to encourage you, if you have been super diligent in seeking the Lord, or if you haven't and you've got to this final week and thought, oh gosh, Advent, I really should do some prayer this is a word for whoever you are, wherever you are in your journey, because there is never a time or a place where it's too late with God. God can restore the time. He redeems the time. So today's scripture readings, this is a word. Strap yourself in, sisters or brothers. I know that this is going to bless some of you, hopefully all of you in some way, but some of you in a particularly poignant way today. Today's first reading is from one of my favourite books in the Bible. I was saying to some friends last night, the prophet Isaiah. I love the prophet Isaiah, but really all the books in the Bible are my favourites. But Isaiah 7 verse 11 says, ask a sign for yourself from the Lord your God. This is the Lord speaking to Ahaz, the king of Judah. Ask for a sign. And then Ahaz says, I will not ask, nor will I test the Lord. And Isaiah said, Hear now, O house of David, is it a small thing for you to weary men? He was wearying his people with the way he was governing. But will you weary my God also? Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. And this is it. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us. That was the prophecy, the prophetic word. And if prophecy is still something new for you, this is a great example and a great way to get your head around it. The prophet Isaiah was given a word from heaven and he told it to the, to the people on earth. He said, hear now, this is the sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. And what do we know? Jesus was then the fulfillment of that prophecy. Hundreds of years later, hundreds of years later, the virgin was then addressed by the angel. And I'm going to go straight to that now. Luke 1, Luke chapter 1. You can turn with me if you've got your Bible open. Luke 1. Where am I? Matthew. I love seeing script. I love seeing scripture fulfilled. I love seeing prophecy fulfilled. And this is not just for ye old Bible times, brothers and sisters. This is for now, for the saints on earth, on planet earth now in 2021. Luke 1, 26. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God, the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. And let me tell you, Nazareth was the backwater of Israel. So it was not a town where you would expect the Messiah to be announced, but this is the way God works. I love it. He chooses the least likely. The angel came to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid. 
And that is a word for someone today. Oh, sister, the Lord is speaking to you. Do not be afraid, but rejoice. Mary, you have found favor with God and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. Glory to God. Brothers and sisters, prophecy fulfilled. I love it. God's word never fails. And I just want to jump into today, 20th of December, 2021, and speak directly into your life because the word of God is given to us as a sign of hope, as a, as a elixir of hope. I take it as an elixir of hope. And I say this to people all the time. How does anyone maintain any semblance of good mental health without daily abiding in the word of God? I do not know because it is my elixir. It gives me my nugget of sanity (laughs) to survive on planet earth because we need God's truth to pervade the lies and the doubts and the fears and the worries and anxieties and the rubbish that's going on around the world. We need his word to say that might be happening, but this is the promise for you. You are the head and never the tail. I am setting you in a place of repose. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. And that is the promise to you. If you feel like you are near rushing waters now, get in the Psalm, Psalm 23, sit with them and sit in that promise and say, God, your word says this. Your word never fails. Isaiah 55, 11 says the word of God never returns void, but it will always accomplish that which he purposes and succeed in the thing for which it was sent. Isaiah 55, 11. I declare that over my life nearly every day because I am determined to lay hold of every single promise that is mine in scripture. That is the Logos word and the Rema words that God has given me personally, the promises that he's given to me that he said, this is what's going to happen in your life. I'm, I'm promising you this call. I'm promising you this beautiful inheritance. He gives us specific words so that we can full out, fulfill and step out and live out the unique God destiny he has for each of us. So ask for a sign. And I'm going to wrap up this short message with a prayer for all of us. Five days out from Ad, from Christmas, Lord God, in these final five days of Advent, we rejoice that you never waste anything. It does not matter if we've been having the most holy, scripturally inspired Advent so far, or if we haven't been spending any time with you in these first three weeks, you redeem everything and a repentant heart coming to you, all of heaven rejoices over that even more than over 99 others who are righteous and have no need of repentance. So a word of beautiful encouragement for you if you're coming and this is the first time you've really centered your heart on Christmas. God is so delighted and we bring to you, Lord God, our lives, all of the things that are present on our plate right now, wherever we are in the world. I'm in the United States. Many of you would be in Australia listening to this. Others of you, many of you in the United States as well. And wherever you are, India, China, Ireland, the United Kingdom, wherever you are, 
The Lord wants us to remember that his promises of peace, of shalom wholeness, are always for us. And if we find ourselves in a place where we feel anxious or worried, Lord, we cast these worries and anxieties onto you right now. Meditate with me, brothers and sisters. Envisage, visualize, your, use your imagination to cast on that scripture that says, cast your anxieties and cares on the Lord. That literally means roll on to the Lord, all of your anxieties and cares. God, we roll onto them, them onto you like a child rolling on a big, gnarly, yucky problem into their father's hands. And we leave it with you. Envisage the Lord with a ball of light in his hands and roll those anxieties into that ball of light. And everything that is rolled into the ball of light, into that sphere of light, is transfigured into perfection. So it's taken off you. And we know the other side of that scripture is when we do that, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will saturate and fill and guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So we receive a full portion of your peace and not only a full portion. Start smiling, brothers and sisters. This is a gift for you today. A sevenfold measure of God's perfect peace because Joel 2.25 says the Lord will restore everything stolen from us by the locust, the caterpillar and the cankerworm. That's the devil. And if the thief is caught, Proverbs 6.31, he must pay back sevenfold. So we claim back a sevenfold portion of anything and everything stolen from us in this season or at any time in our life, but particularly this season, any peace that's been stolen, joy, any time, any mental clarity, focus, kingdom vision, energy. If you've lost sleep with worry, claim that back now. A full measure, but not only a full measure, and a full measure is perfection, but a sevenfold measure of that perfect restoration of everything the devil tried or did steal in Jesus' name. This is a very small sneak peek into the way that I meditate, a very small sneak peek, but I believe this will be enough to really center you for today and the rest of this week. Seek the Lord what you need to cull out of your life, whether it be appointments, social engagements, to-do lists. God is much more concerned with you spending time with him than making those Christmas cookies or sending those cards. They're all good things, but they are secondary to the best good thing. So we thank you, Lord, for this glorious outfilling of joy and peace in all of our lives. All of us who are listening and involved in this podcast today. And we thank you. We declare that this will be the best final week of Advent ever and the best Christmas ever in Jesus' name. We know we can declare Proverbs 18.22, the power of life and death is in the tongue and those who indulge it shall eat the fruit of it, whether for life and death. God also says that 
Our God gives life to dead things and calls those things that do not exist as though they did. So we call this thing that did not exist as though it did. And the word of God never returns void. I'm full of faith, brothers and sisters. Glory to God. Much love and prayers from the United States.